0: Whoa, dude. Where is that happening?
1: Right there. Fuck.
0: Oh, poor man. Did you fall down? Is that what happened? No. He just kind of plunged down.
2: Mmm.
0: Oh, cool. I like I like yelling people, man. It's one of my favorite things. I don't... Like, you ever seen... I, obviously, he's crazy, right? But you ever seen, like, a rational person be, like, yelling at at someone in the streets, and you're like, dude, you, you realize how stupid you look right now? You're just screaming in the streets. Because, I mean, he's doing it, and he obviously doesn't look smart, right? Don't fucking... I don't understand how you can get that mad to where you just do crazy, dumb shit like that. I mean, like, I understand, like, getting mad to the point where you fight somebody, because that's, like, a one-two, you know? Like, getting mad and then yelling at you, you didn't solve anything, you know? There's no... There's no release there. Stupid! I don't understand uh, why people get offended at a bunch of shit. Cause it's it's fucking dumb. Like I understand like if you're in the streets and I say some fucking horrible joke, uh, I understand that you didn't want you wanted nothing to do with that. You were just out in the streets. I get it. But if you come into a place where there's comedy, you're a fucking idiot. You fucking <laughs> mo- that's like that's like. Uh, you know, like, uh, how, how v- vampires can't enter your house without you inviting them? You invited a vampire. It like That's the opposite. Like, you invited yourself into, like, a vampire den, right? Yeah. And now you're mad about vampires, you fucking moron?
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> fucking stupid. And they, they, like, they pick the things they're offended about just, like, on a whim. Just, like, it's like uh, they're, like, bandwagon offendees, you know? <laughs> it's like, no, I'm offended about that because my cousin's offended. But it's fucking stupid. He's like, "Hey, you don't make black jokes, you know? I'm I'm on, I'm on team black now. You know, I was on team white for a while. That's not fun anymore. They picked up Ob- Obama. I think they're going all the way this year. So I'm team black." This was fucking And there's never like there's never like a solid amount of thought behind it either. It's always like uh, they read a few HuffPost articles and now I'm mad at what you said. It's fucking re- like <laughs> I think uh, people that do that are just kind of dumb and they, they, want like, they want like an ideal to latch onto to sound smarter. So they'll just be like, oh, look at all this shit that's written about this. I could just pretend that I know all that and get really <laughs> mad at people. They fucking I hate them so much. I was at this store one time and uh, I saw like a bunch of Asian ladies crowd around the end of this aisle. Like, I couldn't even see what it was, but I'm like, that's a fucking good deal. You know what I mean? Because Asian ladies, they know what the fuck. Uh, And I go over there, and it is a good deal. It's like 69 cents a pound for chicken. And I'm like, that's cheaper than vegetables. This is insane. Uh, So I'm in there, rummaging around for chickens. And then this old waspy white cunt comes up behind us. And she's like, "Uh, guys, you know Foster Farms uses hormones in their chicken? And I was like, hormones delicious. (laughs) And she's like, well... If you, if you read the reports, you probably wouldn't need it. And I was like, fuck, I need more! Because fuck her, you know? And then she walked away because she knew she couldn't beat me at that game, right? She's like, pfft. Uh, and I rounded up some good chickens, and then I went to buy them. And then she got in line behind me. I'm pretty sure just to be an asshole, right? And the whole time she's just harping on this fucking hormone bullshit. And I, I just fucking, I wasn't saying anything. And finally, I, I was like, uh, lady, I do meth. I don't give a fuck about chicken hormones. <laughs> And then the cashier laughed because that's fucking funny, right? Um, I really should have just like asked her. I really should have just been like, okay, what hormones and what do they do? Because they never know. Those people fucking never know. They just go, well, my cousin said the reports said, and I fucking shoot her. That's my time. All right.
4: That was great, Zach. Next up, we have Jason Baum for us. Time is money, Jason. Get
5: on the stage. I'm on the stage. I'm on the stage. I'm on the stage. All right, so I've actually got uh, one new joke, and then I've got like a rambling story that I want to tell because I want to turn it into a joke. So uh, my first new joke is, uh, like, you ever try and buy weed off your grandma, and you're just not sure she smokes? So you turn into little red riding hood, walk into her house, pick up her bong like grandma, what's this glass vase for? Oh, that's where I put my hydrangeas, dear. Walk around a little bit more. Like grandma, why does your house smell so funny? It's cuz I'm old, dear. Grandma, why are your eyes so red and co- why are you coughing so much? Like what are we talking about here? You want a ten bag or what? <laughs> and then you find out your grandma's down to give you the homie hookup and you know that that glaucoma stash is good as gold. Actually, uh, segues into another joke. Like, have you ever like noticed that like the medical dispensaries have some of the dumbest names for their marijuana, like names that should imply to you that you should probably stay away from it, or you know maybe smoke it responsibly? I ran into a strain the other day called Sofa Seducer, and I was just kind of like, that sounds like something that past me would smoke to fuck future me. In a minute, because past me will be like Sofa Seducer. We don't have anything else to do today. And then future me will remember that I have to go to court, and I can't go to court with Sofa Seducer. It's just so nice on that sofa. All right, so those those two jokes, and then I'm gonna go on this lam- long rambling story. So I was in a, I was in a bookstore a couple months ago, and um, I was uh, I was walking around. I was perusing the shelves, and then someone comes up behind me and starts kneading my balls like two hard-boiled eggs in a tube sock, like just gropes up on me. And I turn around and it is the ugliest goddamn woman you have ever seen. Looks like she swallowed a grenade and it blew up and she was just all lumpy and shit. And <laughs> i already grossed out Zach, gotta keep going now. And, uh, I turn around, right, and she's got like thin stringy hair and it's like that kind of like, you know, dime store hair dye red. And she's got a snaggle tooth that sticks out so bad it can open fucking cans. And she's got fucking cold sores like the size of dimes like around her mouth. <laughs> and she hands me a note. And I'll never forget until the day I fucking die what this note said. It said, I gift you 200 dolls, D-O-L-L scribbles, S, to sock, S-O-C-K, yo dick. If you want, I would be going outside. So, of course, I'm going to walk around the store not trying to keep this woman's attention, but she keeps following me around to where I actually have to leave the store. And then a brilliant thought came to me after I left the store and I ducked this woman and I ran for the fucking hills. I could have asked for that cash up front and taken off. What the fuck was she gonna do about it? Call the police? I'm gonna be like, I have this note that says otherwise, but I don't want to go to jail for prostitution. I hear they, they do bad things to you for doing that. Oh man. I feel like, you know, like, everyone has that past me, that future me, right? Like, past me says, fuck future me, because future me isn't that important. But everyone kind of says, like, future me is, like, a couple years down the road. Future me? Like, future Jason? 30 minutes. (laughs) Like, future Jason doesn't give a fuck about anything, because past Jason's an asshole, and is going to fuck him up for, like, the next hour. Like, uh, I'll give you an example. Past me wants to go eat at the you know, fucking shady as shit burger place in the Tenderloin. Future me is throwing up and having diarrhea a couple hours later. <laughs> Thanks, past me. You fucking did it.
2: <laughs>
5: Sometimes I swear, like, you know, I don't think of the consequences. I don't think of the future. And then I, and then I realize that I smoke way too much marijuana to give a fuck. Um, and I'll leave you with this. I finally, um, I live in a kind of, you know, not nice place and there's this really attractive woman across from my, uh, my building she's really hot like a 9 on a 10 point scale I think she's a hooker but I think she's one of those hookers that you can pull back from the darkness before the meth takes away all their teeth and that's my
0: time hey hey why didn't you let that lady blow you
5: I didn't ask I'm hoping to see her later
0: Wait, what? <laughs> you ran? You well, said you ran away. Oh,
5: oh, that lady? Yeah. Because I don't want herpes simplex A. Yo, you, know, a you
0: just say, all right, lady, take like five of those dolls, exchange them for some condoms, and then blow me and pay me.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's what I was about to ask. What what happened? I, I in don't, this?
5: I don't think you understand the sheer horrendousness of this woman. Like, no, the, I get it, man. I, I my, 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 my penis went concave at that when i saw this woman.
0: Yo, I let a, a <laughs> I let a man blow me for a joke.
5: Welcome.
0: I let a man blow me for a joke. I have 2 minutes on how this man blew me.
5: Well, cuz that's hilarious I, I don't and absolutely, smoke absolutely copious worth it. Amounts of meth, Zach, so.
1: I
0: was I was just a little drunk.
1: Did you say for a joke or for some coke? For a joke. Oh, okay.
5: <laughs> well, I mean, Zach, we can't all be the paragons of virtue that you are.
6: It's true. Uh, oh. I, I didn't take any milk. Also okay. uh
7: you you said uh your balls were like two hard boiled eggs in yeah, a tube sock like you regularly keep your hard boiled eggs in a tube, suck. Yeah. In a
5: tube that, sock that, that, that's how <laughs> you that's how you that's how you keep your waybos fresh sir <laughs> like, When you when you're traveling you got to put your hard boiled eggs in a tube sock and you tie them to a bag all right <laughs> That's how you, move. Nope. you
6: <laughs> Let's just say hard-boiled eggs taste better after coming out of a tube sock, preferably one that's been worn for many months. <laughs> all right, is the uh, first year of art school critique over? Cause uh, I didn't take any notes and all that stuff, man. Uh, you meandered like a motherfucker, yeah. and you—you had—you—I ha- see uh, the nucleus of your jokes and your bits or whatever, but there's so much. So many other words, so much fat that I get lost in. Like, wow. you, you do want to, because you're trying to get those, like, every 10 seconds, you're supposed to every 10, 10 seconds have a, a funny thing or a a story. Uh, but, so you're trying to keep it entertaining because you want to get to that, that bit at the end. Right. But, uh, you're like breaking in like three stories just to get there, and it's just like, wait, what? And then you're not really landing because you're so much fat. And um, whatever, so trim it up, clean it up. Like really trim a lot, man, and like be more clear with what you're trying to because I still, I, I can't really pin you down other than someone who's trying to write jokes, rather than like, what are you saying? Okay. You know I got what I mean? You. Like, funny, uh, and you're like leaning a lot on being not disgusting, but being like, you know, descriptively disgusting or just stuff like that, which is cool. And like, but those are kind of cheap, and it's just uh, like you have, you have something, man, and you're trying, and just keep, keep fucking going. Yeah, I got you. But uh, you gotta you gotta really cut a lot of fat out of a, lo- a lot of those and right. be more direct because you just kind of you're a little aloof you know what I mean gotcha. um, and you need you you want to like present like I know what the fuck I'm talking about I know what the fuck I'm doing up here you know what I mean and yeah, I got you. and you you seem really uncomfortable okay. and it's hard in this room hard with fucking five people that we all heard your jokes before or just whatever I know trust me I'm gonna fail just as hard don't worry. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm, I'm not, not trying to be a dick. Enthusiasm. I'm trying to be actual, uh, no, a, or like, a make it more good practical. criticism instead of just like, "Hey, good job," because I got, I got fucking my dick sucked here for fucking six months. People are like, "No, it was really cute. That was really good." And like, no, that shit sucked. Fucking. You know what I mean? You know, uh, So yeah, I'm, I'm trying you. to be supportive by being negative. Yeah, I got you. Got gotcha. you. Oh,
5: right. I'm not.
6: I, I, I appreciate it. Yeah. I feel, yes. yeah. I feel I Otherwise, feel like, keep, it,
4: keep going, man, I'll see Tommy, you. Tommy, I feel oh, the oh, words God. that you oh, should use to describe what so. you just said is constructive criticism. And since he's walking off the stage, I feel I should do this.
0: Loser.
7: Oh, Up next, we have Colin Holtz. Loser. I tried to write some jokes about feminism today. Good luck. Yeah, this is, this is like the worst place to do it. It's just a room full of dudes. Um, but I tried to write some jokes about feminism today, and it was like, oh, uh, you're hanging out with the ladies. Uh, all these ladies are like, oh, yeah, guys, down there feminists, and they're like, down with the patriarchy and, uh, you know, bad stuff. And, yeah, my lady friends. And then you get the same ladies alone and they're, they're like, ah, oh, women are such bitches. <laughs> and, and, and I wanna be like, ah, oh, you're wrong, but I also want you to have your own opinion, so <laughs> I don't say anything. Um, <laughs> but, I, but then, like, as I tried to write more about it, I realized that I just, I don't really care. Like, I don't care about feminism. Like, I don't have a dog in that race. It's like, I, I don't, and I don't plan, to rape anybody um, I Apologies. I uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know anyone who has been or anyone who has committed a rape uh, I I don't catcall because the idea of possibly talking to a stranger is uh, terrifying and I don't want to do it <laughs> um, I think equal pay is great but beyond that what can I do for you like I can hardly pay my rent, let alone somebody else to do anything for me. Like I'm not gonna be able to pay anybody. Uh, I'm not gonna be able to employ anybody. So there's always hookers. Uh, I, you know, that's a different issue altogether. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different, it's a different uh, thing, different pony. Um, but. But uh, I do like to imagine pitting different extremist groups together like Islamists and Christians. You know, you give them the same weapons, the same tools, let them fight it out. Feminists and MRA. Like I like to put all four of them together, but it never really ends up working out for the feminists. Because it's just like one one group is blowing up the abortion clinics. And then, like the other is just stoning the feminists for like having sex out of wedlock, and then like another one is just angry because uh, nobody wants to have sex with them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Let's see. I am. Uh, I'm six foot four, and I ride a scooter. Nice. Yeah, it's an Apple Red scooter, and it's electric, and nothing is less intimidating than a six foot four man on a scooter who has road rage. like you're not you're not going to scare anybody. like like you you somebody cuts you off and then you pull up in front of them at a stoplight and you give them the middle finger and you're like, "Screw you!" and they're they're not going to be shuddering as you make a slow climb to a top speed of 35 miles an hour away from them. On a scooter that's electric, by the way, and makes no noise. So not even the scooter is angry for you. It's just, it's just like, hey, screw you! you know, just, uh, Doppler effect, pulls your voice away. Man, that guy was adorable. <laughs> Good thing he has a helmet on, because he might hurt himself. <laughs> you know? Uh... and and also like when when you're angry and somebody somebody uh just goes fast enough so they can make the yellow light and then you get stuck at the crosswalk and you start swearing at them it's not like you're swearing at the car if you were in your car and you're swearing at another car after that you could just be talking to somebody on the phone but if you if you get stuck at the crosswalk on a scooter you're just swearing at people walking across that crosswalk like <laughs> you fucking suck no <laughs> you have to explain not you like the guy that sucks at driving <laughs> um, alright well uh, is that that's it one minute oh one minute alright yeah well uh, you know that's all I really wanted to say so fuck it
8: <laughs> stay
4: on the stage for some comments No, nobody, um, nobody has some. Nobody I has got, any. I got,
5: I got one. Okay, hi. so uh, I like your I like your ideas with the scooter bits. Um, I don't know if they're they're punchy enough. So I, I think either you need to like commit more to it and like you know actually go for it a bit more. Um, and I mean like I like where you're going with that. Like you have punchlines in there. Just you know sell them, flourish. And then um, like uh, when it comes to like telling jokes. I mean, I, I know I, I can suck, but whatever. Um, like, when, it, when you're sitting there and you're saying, like, you know, like, I got a, a jokes about feminism and I'm in a room full of dudes, fuck it, tell them anyway. Like, just, you know, like, commit to your <laughs> material. Like, it doesn't matter who's in your audience. Like, commit to the material, and if it's funny, it'll work. And if it's not, then, you know, you can have some backup stuff to go to. Like, just have, like, a couple of, you know, feeler lines to go in
1: with, is what I'm learning how to do, actually. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I thought the feminist stuff was good. I think uh, more so than just, and, and this isn't like a, a punchline idea, but more like in writing the bit, more so than just you don't have a dog in the race, like go more into like why you don't care about it. Cause it's like, I know what you're feeling, which is like, you're like, I think all these things are a given and I like it, but like I don't really, I can't fake genuinely being fired up about it. And I think there's more funny and relatable about like kind of the depth of that experience, where you're like, yeah, I agree with all this, but like I'm not gonna go to a parade, you know? <laughs> like I'm not gonna go stand in the rain for this shit. It's not my, it's not my thing. Um, and then I also like, I, I really like the pair, the premise of like pairing them with other um, extremist groups. But I think there's there's more there. We gotta figure out exactly how to paint like a like a really vivid picture. You know what I mean? Right.
9: That's well, right, was, yeah. uh, they, uh,
6: they're like, oh, we don't like women. They are not supposed Nobody knows exactly.
5: Yeah. What they are.
7: Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. So, like, all right. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like
1: almost like, yeah!
4: All right. So next up, we have
3: Wildebeest.
4: Yeah.
3: You know you're in trouble when you got clap for yourself. But uh, you guys are the best. So uh, I'm gonna do my critiquing right now off each set. Zach, where's Zach? All right, man. Yo, I'm gonna tell you, I hear you about the chickens. I definitely hear you. But I just found out the other day that chickens now have three breasts. Fuck yeah, yeah, the more the merrier, right? I'm just saying like, and you asked about like, you know, the whole uh, what it does. I got like a third nut trying to drop from eating like GMO food. So like, take it for what it's worth. I mean, meth is good and fucking, yo. Third nut could be, you know, nice. So maybe meth and chicken is really where we got ahead on that. Uh, what's it called? Colin. Holy shit, yeah. Yeah, fucking, all right. So uh, I just, I must say that like you guys, you should talk about ISIS maybe. Cause you know, ISIS is getting very big now. They're like, they're, their numbers are growing. And I'm serious, and they're not just growing men. Women are flocking to ISIS. It's crazy. But that's how much they like abuse. Oh. Yeah, fucking yeah. But I'll tell you what else I'm going to do for you. Because you got feminist jokes, I'm going to get a wig, and I'm going to just bring it here and keep it right in the back there. So whenever there's just a room full of dudes, somebody can don that wig, and, and it'll solve that problem. Is that good? Uh-huh. And uh, Jason, dude, I'm telling you, that woman across the hall from you, yeah. she's a legitimate nine? Yeah. That's too hot for you. Stay away. Just pass on that. Ow, Do not boy. go there. <laughs> Nobody should touch that. Anything above an 8.2 is like suicide. Um, what else? Oh, let me tell you what happened to me today. So I went to the courthouse today to, uh, I don't even know. (laughs) But I'm in there and the guy told me to get there early. So I'm like, I think I'm the third one in line. And the line's going around the courthouse. And this guy comes and he stands behind us and he's four. And it all seems like it's working. There's no deli number thing, but it seems to be working. Doors open, go inside. And uh, for a second I get held up by the court officer. And this guy just, you know, goes on, and, uh, and then we go upstairs, and we're in the same line again. And I'm looking at him, and he's ahead of me now. Is that right? Is that right? Anybody got an opinion on that? Because you know what I said to him? I was like, dude, I'm just going to give you a little advice. I know we're in a courthouse and everything, but, like, you were behind me when we walked in here and like now you're ahead of me. And if this was like outside, I would have hip-checked you into the wall and like knocked you out. Is that all right to say? Because I did. And he looked at me like, well, I got up here faster, dude. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck, dude. If I knew it was a race, I would have fucking knocked you out in the elevator and fucking won. One minute. This, this, All right, you guys must all race to your courtrooms because I'm feeling some animosity now. No worries. I mean, hey, I shook his hand at the end of it. And I was like, yeah, I'm just looking out for you, bro. You know what I mean? Like, do your thing. But um, yeah, I don't want to leave on that note because I'm a happier guy than that.
4: You've got a bit of time. Huh? You've got a bit of time.
3: Uh, well, my last joke should be, so two whales are at a bar underwater, right? And one whale looks at the other whale and he's like, and the other whale looks at him and he's like, go home, Larry, you're drunk. Yeah, come on! Nobody likes sea humor nowadays. Okay, that's my time. Thank you. All right,
4: next up we have somebody who signed up with me on Facebook. Here we go, Ken Kazuki. I'm sorry, Ken Suzuki. Find your way to the stage.
10: Thank you. Good to be back at Brainwash. I'm gonna tell you a little bit of something about myself. Come on, Joke number one. You said I (laughs) live. So, I'm new to the Bay Area. I recently moved to the Bay Area. I moved out here for a girl, uh, which works out perfectly for me uh, because I like my women, like I like my housing, unattainable. I said that joke in front of an open mic at Berkeley, and every single little undergrad in there decided that was hilarious. Have you ever gotten mad at people for laughing at your joke? You just want to stop and say, actually I did. I stopped and said, you people are laughing like you pay rent. (laughs) Uh, I recently finished my first show uh, here since coming to the Bay Area. It was interesting. It was myself and a few other comics. Now, I'm not going to say that we bombed, but the MC referred to myself and the person that followed me as a both fat man and a little boy, respectively, <laughs> after we finished our sets, my first black room guys, how was I supposed to know they were going to laugh at my serene Williams joke? Actually, I take that back. Guys came up after me and were like, "We really thought that was funny. You just alienated all the women that we brought with us, and that's 50 percent of this audience.) Um, but no, they agreed they like, yeah, to eat her asshole too. The joke was this. The joke was, say what you want about Serena Williams, but I would eat that ass like it was my last meal. <laughs> and that's hot to me. Sex with Serena Williams is hot. It's hot, but it's intimidating. It's not intimidating knowing that she's strong enough to hold me down and have her way with me. No, it's that she's strong enough to hold me down, and then use me as a strap-on to have a way with something much bigger than me. <laughs> I think that's like, but, but what am I supposed to do? I like it, I like danger. Sex, I like my sex to have a little bit of an element of danger. That's why I let a grown man take a straight razor to my dick.
5: <laughs> okay.
10: I was like, hey, he was like, Ken, here's the waxing. You anything left? I'm like, yes, please. Just go trim it, trim it. no. It was a really nice man, and you can't, you don't find service, like, full service like that here in San Francisco for a reasonable price. You can't find it. I think he wanted to fuck me a little bit was a gay guy, but it's okay with me. Because, um, I don't know, I felt, it felt, it felt more thrilling to have a guy with that blade right there than it would have been with a woman. I'm not a, I'm not a sub by any means. I consider myself a dom when it comes to, uh to heterosex, but when it comes to with another man, I think I would be the sub, I really do. I really think that would be myself, that I want them, I want that little bit of like, that feeling that this could be it. This could be, I could lose my dick today.
3: You should join ISIS.
10: Um, But I'm not, don't worry, I I only, I only, I only fuck women. I only fuck women, and in today's Ah, society, And in today's society, that's beautiful, because now you don't need, woman is no longer a physical term or a chromosomal term. I can have my way with whoever I want. It's a societal construct. Yes. Beautiful time to be a deviant these days, guys. Penis, no penis, tell me you're a woman. I'll suck it. That's all I'm saying. And people say guys aren't willing to go down on women. What is that? Come on. Anyway, have you ever have you ever been so mad at someone that you just wanted to choke them, but in a non-sexual way? Like, back to the Berkeley incident. Back to the Berkeley incident. There was a there there was a undergraduate there, uh, trying to explain to me the difference between the East Bay and what made the East Bay so unique. And she gave me this explanation. I believe it was. Uh, we here at the East Bay, you know, we're just, a, we're, just, we're just more cultured, you know? We're just a little bit more urban. <laughs> Bitch, just because you shop at Urban Outfitters does not make you urban. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please, come to Oakland where I live and talk to me about culture and how urban you are. And so, when she said that, all I could see myself, I just wanted to grab her by the neck. But, and just yell at her, you're not coming tonight. Because typically, when I'm having, when I'm choking someone, they're spitting in the mouth, slapping across the face. They're having me help recreate a fantasy that they have. There's consent form signs. There's a safe word. I'm recreating, uh, helping them work through daddy issues or recreating a fantasy in a safe environment. No, not this time. I still have to figure out how I'm going to end this premise. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. All right, time for some comments
4: and criticism for Ken Suzuki.
1: All right, um, so it's it seems like you're very at home talking about the sexual stuff, which I love. Um, I feel like the leading off all of that with an "I like my women, like I like my jokes" seems a little out of place, though. You know, and and not necessarily. Well, be- oh, Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I would, No, you you go ahead.
10: I just I didn't know how I was gonna start to lead into the jokes I wanted to work on. So yeah. I thought I'd use an old joke that seems to work.
1: Yeah, I just, I mean, I feel like those might work, but at some point you you get to a point where you're like, I don't necessarily want to, it'd be like doing a that's what she said joke on stage, you know? Uh, I mean, that, that, that's how I see it. If, it, you know, obviously if you see it differently, you should keep doing it. But it's just the rest of your stuff seemed very much like, <laughs> I guess, personal to the extent Serena Williams using you as a strap-on is personal. But it had, it had a different tone, and I... I like that stuff mm-hmm. a, a little more.
10: Anyways, I really want to figure out how to frame the um, the sadomasochistic joke about uh, the choking joke mm-hmm. and the the experience, uh, the the male waxing experience. Yeah. Is there any way like yeah, that's the one that's get stuck on I just started writing about it yesterday I, I, Ethan told me Ethan Albers. He's like if you've had a grown man Repeatedly pour hot wax waxing balls and rip it off. You should talk about it on stage yeah. So I'm finally starting to do that. Uh, I just want to figure out a way to make it funny not just something I do because I'm vain um. <laughs> That was funny.
9: Yeah, um, that was hilarious yeah, right. <laughs> <They're> right
10: there <laughs> the well, I mean you guys get waxed No Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> i with a lot of, like, but uh, I'm, sure I'm, sure I'm just- We'll talk later. Anyway, you know, <laughs>
11: um Yeah, uh, it wasn't clear to me whether the girl you wanted to choke whether you also wanted to fuck her, because...
10: No. Oh, I okay. I wanted to watch her head pop like a zit in my hands just as I... You know, maybe I should write that down.
11: Maybe, because you, you talked a lot about sexual things that had violence in them and okay. then talked about something that was purely violent and it didn't... I didn't get the division, so I was like uh, just wondering if it was still sexual. Um, so I guess just being more clear about that, okay. or 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 separating them with some other con- like content, uh, I think that'd be helpful with making it more clear.
10: All right, All right. thanks guys, appreciate Woo-hoo. it. You.
4: All right, so. Welcome onto the stage, your next comedian, Tommy McGuire.
6: Hey, how we doing, guys? Good? All right. Glad to be here, sort of. Uh, I don't mean like here in this place. I just like, I'm kind of happy to be alive. Dude, I'm, I'm turning 35 next week. Been here for a long time, in my standards. I'm just getting bored. But uh, I've been a little depressed about it, man. 35, dude. I'm fucking broke. I'm perpetually single. I've got no career. Our pets' heads are falling off. Shit just sucks, man. It's not that great. But uh, it's crazy because, I mean, like, like turning 35 in San Francisco is, like, turning, like, 13 in the 1930s. Like, I really started thinking about a job and starting a family and shit like that. (laughs) it's time to like be a man you know um but i'm trying to ride this peter pan fucking flute all the way to uh i don't know suspicious death be cool don't see it happen just boom later um yeah but again i'm 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 depressed about my age but luckily I, i work as a bouncer right and so i get to check ids for half my job and you know, it's a lot of, I get a lot of fake ideas, you gotta like what you're not Asian, you know. But uh I get ideas and I do a double I have to double check sometimes and they're like flattered because they're older, uh that I'm like, you know, scrutinizing. I'm like, no, I don't think you're underage. I just can't believe how shitty you look at twenty four. <laughs> Holy fuck. I thought you were my uncle. Your face looks like my fucking liver. What the fuck did you do in college? Holy shit. So there's a legal boost, you know what I mean? I feel good about myself because I look in a mirror and I look like I'm, you know, 25-ish or, you know, so every year I have to put another year on top of that. But you know, uh, you would be sh- don't tell me you're uh, you'd be lying if you said I looked 35. But uh yeah. Uh man, I'm from New York originally, and holy shit is San Francisco soft. Whew! I saw a six-foot-four dude on a scooter and a bicycle helmet flip <laughs> off a car behind him and scoot away. <laughs> it was fucking just like, he had knee pads on, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. What is going on with the world, man? Ugh. But uh, another part about being 35 is I'm like pretty boring. You know, I'm like I'm middle age now, pretty much-ish. Especially for San Francisco, I'm damn near retirement. But, so, like, I dread, like, social situations when people are just, hey, man, wh- how you been? What have you been doing? <sighs> I, got nothing. I got nothing. I have nothing interesting to say. I- unless you're interested in, like, you know, I just took the Cincinnati Bengals to the playoffs in goddamn Madden 16. <laughs> that's all I can really talk about cause that's all I did this week. <laughs> um, so, to curtail that, I've been, trying, I've been starting to tell my friends, like, you know, hey, how you, how you been? What's been going on with you? Like, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have a kid. They're like, Holy shit, and just act really bummed about it. You know, and they're trying to congratulate me and all this stuff. I'm just like, Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh huh. Having a kid, just fucking, Oh, that's great, dude. Holy shit. Who's who's the mom? Like, uh that's one of the Mexican girls, I don't know anymore. Oh, they always keep it. Fucking Jesus Christ. Let's just see how long I can keep him going, like, and, like, conf- like conflicted to be, like, well, I want to support him, but he's, like, really bummed about this. But I want to be, like, you know, yeah, I'm having a kid. Yay! Um, but, like, and I just keep going with it and just, like, oh, man. Why didn't I get- fuck, you know, hey, do you know where I can get some coke? You know, just really fuck with him. Like, make him, like, I want to ha- have an intervention, like, a fake intervention. And then drop the other shoe that, no, nah, I, I haven't had sex in, like, a year. I'm not going to get anyone pregnant. I'm at my belly button, maybe, but I have, we haven't been tested in a while. But, um, yeah. All right, that's been my time, guys. This is Tommy McGuire. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate it.
4: All right, so next up, we have True Dance. Try not to break the stage, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll take you back. Yeah. All right. We're like totally Oh crap.
6: Uh yeah, my, feedback, bad. Bud, my, bad. my bad.
4: My bad.
0: My bad. Hey, Ugly Pam, get with it, all right? Um <laughs> I only caught like the last 10 seconds of your set.
6: <laughs> who who was
0: the last person you had
6: sex with? What was that? Actually, well, that was an old joke, but I haven't had sex in a long time. But I did have sex uh, like two weeks ago, if I to prove it. Yeah. With a girl. Yeah. Bagot. Sorry. Go ahead. Um,
0: no, that's it. Her name was Sarah. You that was her? it. I was just going to laugh at you.
3: Right okay. <laughs> Tommy, I thought it was awesome, and I thought the whole bar thing with the IDs yeah. I thought that was money.
6: Yeah, that's. A, uh, I like that one. I've been. I've been trying to yeah, keep it going. I, I got it, pretty, pretty, ch- cut up. I think
3: you could even do more with that. Like.
6: Yeah. I, well, I want. I have a. I have a poll. All right, guys. I'm gonna poll you guys real quick. Who ages? It. Who ages worse? Aging punkers or aging metalheads? Uh, yeah. Aging fucking think metal metal about it. That's it's a tough hard one. All, They all age awfully, and it's. I work at a punk and metal bar. It's fucking just like. Ugh. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're almost the same shitty pile of the fucking, you know what I mean? Well, like,
10: metalheads don't seem to age. They seem to, like, at 18, just find a way to jump to 50.
6: No, exactly. Like, exactly. exactly. Well, that's what I work with is fucking girls who are <laughs> 24 who have been like, on the street since they're 13, and are just like, yeah, yeah. So.
10: I don't know if that's... That, that's... do well, because that's... Tommy, uh...
6: You. That's sad, sad life. I think, uh,
10: I really like you talking about... First of all, you're 35. Whatever you're doing, don't stop doing it, yeah. okay? You'll... People will yeah. find your dead body this dead teenage boy here. I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dan, uh, where's it? Oh, okay. yeah. And uh, But talking about the age appropriate shit where you feel that that sense of, like, lack of accomplishment for your age. Yeah. Dig into that. That's yeah. really something to work with, man. Yeah. I think that one has I a mean, lot of potential.
5: I also feel like you have a lot of play in that 1930s bit. Yeah. Because there's, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff to work with there.
6: I feel that it, I don't know if it's hacked, but I feel it's been, like, that premise at least has been done.
5: Well, I mean, if you feel like, I, I don't know, like, I feel like it's actually pretty new. You as could, far
6: as I, I don't, I feel like I've heard it because it was easy to write, so that's when I, anytime I, I'm like, oh, yeah, boom, I got a joke, and it's, I'm like, oh, someone's done that, and I've heard that on a podcast or some fucking shit somewhere, but who cares because this right. is fucking mutiny open market, I mean, but.
10: Do you still get carded, man? Like huh? you go, Do you still get carded?
6: Yeah. No, I got caught for cigarettes sometimes. by like, You can also,
10: also make a whole bunch of jokes that you can Dude, if you want to hit on me, age. you can do
6: it off mic. It's oh. fine.
10: I'm I also have a really
6: stuff. impressive dick for a white guy.
10: I'll get blown on mic. <laughs> I mean you blown
6: on Mike, material yeah.
10: you could dig into as well, is what I'm saying. Like, uh, like, claim, like a Dorian or something.
6: What?
4: I
10: Never feel mind.
6: your mic is going out. Yeah. Did you do that? Yeah. Hmm. Any other comments? Joey, you got uh, yeah. Cool. Thank you.
1: Yo. Yeah. No. I think. I think the uh, the age stuff. One at a time. Shut the fuck up. The um, I think the age stuff. Like everyone said. I think it's it's some of the the better stuff that you've done. Like you said earlier, uh, we did blow smoke up your ass for a while. Um, and then, but the you one contradiction is. Early on, you were talking about how being 35 in San Francisco means you're ready to just start looking for a job, which was hilarious. But then later, you were like, in San Francisco, it's like I'm nearing retirement. So
6: Yeah, that, that was all off the cuff kind of.
1: Yeah, so I, I think I, it's like – wasn't part of my set, but I just – Yeah, if you are going to contradict it, you just have to – do it on purpose and then kind yeah. of explain it otherwise you 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 know don't have to uh another thing if you wanted to add on you could talk about what um winning the super bowl with the Bengals means to the city of cyber cincinnati well or well something like that. that's the
6: thing is i don't think anyone realizes that the, the Bengals have never made i know it it's very it's, a, it's an accomplishment no,
1: I, and i beat the packers dude it was fucking i know amazing. exactly go yeah so there you go
6: <laughs> but uh yeah exactly i was gonna go a little bit deeper now i'm like well you're a bunch of nerds are not gonna know that cincinnati hasn't gone past the first round Alright, yeah, so yeah. Uh, thank Yay. you. I was, I was go also, Sports! Go Sports, go! I was gonna go COD or something like that, more relatable video game, but I think that one works, so yeah. Thank you very much, Adrian, uh, Joey. Thanks, guys. Alright, so now, coming up to the stage
12: is True Dance. That is the coolest my name has been ever said. Uh, this isn't. Is this on? Yes, it is. Oh, wow. Okay. It's just really quiet. Uh, All right. Well, yeah. I'm just going to run through uh, my set and see what you guys think and uh, what advice you might have. Uh, So, yeah. Uh, I'm not doing, like, much correctly in life. Uh, I keep, like, fucking up. I keep doing things wrong. Like, I've been trying to, like, focus on my dreams. Uh, So, I started taking Ritalin before I go to bed. And I don't think that's how that works. Um... You guys often see me, uh, I always have this bandana around my wrist and people always ask me what that's uh, because or why I wear it. And uh, not only am I like a really fashionable young man, but I also have tendonitis, you guys. Um, My friends are always giving me shit saying I need to stop jerking off so much. And I have to tell them it's not because of that, it's because of my job. I'm a massage therapist here in San Francisco. So it's jerking other guys off is the problem? That's kind of how that works. Like, and it's crazy. Like, I've I've sustained this injury through like sacrificing my body to help other people. Um, I'm like the Jesus Christ of hand jobs, guys. Um, just wearing a thorny crown of dicks. Thorny crown of dicks. Uh, people ask me, being a massage therapist, what's like? Do I have I ever given a happy ending? And I have to tell them it's complicated. Like the worst it ever got, I'll tell you, this guy offered me $200 to give him a hand job, and I had to think, what would Jesus Christ do, right? So I washed his feet while he did it himself. Thought that was a good alternative. You guys read the Bible, right? You've heard the story. You jerk a man off, he comes that night, you teach him to do it himself. Alright, I get it. You guys didn't go to Sunday school. Alright. Like it's crazy, like I actually when I was a kid I, I used to be an altar boy, and now as a massage therapist, it's kinda of reminiscent. Like my spa I feel like is kinda of like church, you know? Like there's uh like there's a bunch of candles, like soft music, some guy in a robe tries to show me his dick. Uh it's it's pretty similar. Pretty similar, I think. Yeah. You guys uh let's see. I'm a I'm a single guy. Uh do you guys ever do like the dating apps and shit? Like the OK Cupid or anything like that? It's always fun. I actually always take a screenshot when I find other comedians on OkCupid um, or Tinder or whatever. But anyway, so they have, uh, they have different kinds of different communities, right? Uh, like the black community has like blackpeoplemeet.com. Uh, people in the South have like ancestry.com. Incestry.com, uh, I don't know what it's called, you guys. But, and then there's like what? Uh, like the gay community has like Grindr. The straight community has like Tinder. I checked out the one for Jews, uh, Schindler, and (laughs) a little too skinny for my taste, I don't know. A lot of selfies in the showers, I don't know, I don't know, you guys not doing much right. Uh, I recently went to therapy for the first time, Uh, it was pretty beneficial I thought, I really liked it. A couple days after my first appointment though, my therapist called, and she told me, hey, uh, we, we went over some things, like how when you were 14, you carved some girl's name in your arm, uh, how you know, your anxieties of the future, your depression about the past. Uh, you haven't thought about hurting yourself recently, have you? And I said no, but after like, the laundry list of shit she just listed, it sounded like she was giving me like an option, like, have you considered the suicide? <laughs> like, it kind of seems up your alley. And I was like, Dam- damn, well, and she's like, well, and also I have to tell you, uh, you, don't, you actually weren't covered for the first session, and so we can't see each other anymore. No more therapy. How does that make you feel? Don't answer that. You're not covered. But I was like, I was really, I was really sad. Like, I didn't have many friends to talk to, and then I, now I, I couldn't even, like, talk to a therapist. Um, but I think I've turned things around, you guys. I think I, I finally found someone to talk to. Uh, I bought a gun. And you guys, she has such great ideas. I call her she so I don't feel gay when I put it in my mouth. Like, but, like, she's like, oh, you know, like, behind the ear, under the... I'm just just saying it's good to have options, really. It's just good to have different options in life. Uh, I don't know if you guys are laughing at the joke or just, like, the thought of me killing myself. But that's a joke. I didn't go out and buy a gun, you guys. I didn't do that. That's a joke. Don't worry, my roommate already has one. It's loaded underneath his bed all the time. We're winning! Like, are you kidding me? That shit, oh, that's not a hot load I wouldn't mind taking in the mouth, right? Yeah. Like, but I don't know, I don't know about, I don't know about like sharing my roommate's gun, sh- you know, sharing guns or something, you don't want to come down with like a bad case of like, gun right? Very cause, cause
10: then,
12: cause then your dick gets all oozy, right? It's like clap, clap, the, the clap. Um. All right, well, I'll leave you guys on this, I guess. Um. Do you guys ever take a shit while the shower's warming up? (laughs) There's a drought, no. Yeah, seriously. It sounds like a time saver to me, right? But then you realize that you're just standing under a bunch of cold... But then you realize... But then you you realize that you're just standing under a bunch of cold running water trying to mush shit down a tub drain. All right, you guys, that's my time. Thanks a lot.
4: All right, now let's... Hair Dan to Bits. <laughs> True dance.
1: Are you are you okay? <laughs> yeah. I think so the obviously, you know, went real deep, um, which is which is awesome.
13: Yeah.
1: Uh, I think after going that far with the like therapy into the gun thing, I don't think people are gonna be willing to go with a pun after that. Okay. I think just leave it at the the hot load thing is just kinda like that's as as much of a finish as you're going to get yeah. to that joke, I think.
12: Yeah, I kind of just wanted to get that joke in. And what I usually do is, since I usually start it with, like, the, I'm, I'm fucking things up with, then I say the riddle, and I say I'm fucking things up with the shower. Kinda right, was, uh, but right. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to get those. Yeah,
1: things. but, uh, dude, it was good. A lot of a lot of it, uh, you know, especially the, the earlier stuff that wasn't necessarily as, as personal, was very, like, tight and, you know, good punchlines and all that shit. Yeah, I just...
12: Yeah, I just feel like a lot of my stuff, like, I don't have, like, a a lot of, like, good ending, like, tags and shit. Like, I kind of drop off with, like, and I guess I've tried to play into, like, how, you know, nervous and awkward I am on stage as it is. So, I've maybe tried to, but I I don't want to rely on that being a persona. I'd rather
10: have also good shit to close it out with. I don't know, I don't, I don't know, if you're not going to close with that really, really deep personal shit, I mean, you can't go I mean, unless you plan on taking the audience deeper to the point where yeah, are Yeah, yeah. I have um, yeah, other stuff. I, I, I almost feel like puns are a good way to bring it back. Because they yeah. were so. They, you started with such the cheesiest fucking pun about. Yeah, uh, Gunneria. Yeah. And then you got into better ones. <laughs> they just started going. Like, that, that, I thought, was a good way to get yourself out of that. Yeah. So you can bring them back up, kind of. With, yeah, you know, yeah,
12: yeah. I, well, yeah. I wasn't going to just leave it at, you know, like
10: Gunneria. Yeah. <laughs> oh and i forgot my other thought. I don't know, if, but you had, a, there was another joke you were ending with. Oh, shit, the shite in the shower one. That could have actually, I think, gone earlier See. in the set. Okay. And not a bit, not, instead of ending with it. Yeah. Um, and other than that, are those your new jokes? Because the rest of your set, I think I've heard most, most of Most
12: Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, yeah, like, over the, over the summer. I mean, the Schindler joke I've had for a while, and that's a pretty standard one. I wish I, I feel like I could have a better closer to it, but, um, and then let's see. I did the uh, yeah the hand uh, Jesus Christ hand job uh, shit. Uh, that's all this summer.
10: The uh, oh did you legitimately stop and not end the teach a man to jack? For yeah, himself? yeah. That's yeah. That's or you just that's, not figured it out? Or yeah, that's where done?
12: I've. Yeah, that's that's as far as. Yeah, I would like I said. I wish I had a better closer to it, but yeah, that's kind of where I. And, and that's, you know, because I kind of stopped there, and then, you know, usually people are, you know, either, either laughing or being awkward, and that's where I can throw in, okay, well, I guess you guys didn't go to church, and that's where, like, if I lost them, that'll sometimes bring them back. But I would, like, yeah, there, were, are, there, were, there is, like, you know, something else I would like to, and then I tried to, <clears throat> you know, go into, like, altar boy, you know, spa being, like, church right. kind of rope, kind
10: of dick shit. You could be, like, you can shoot out the candles or something. Since you're on the church theme anyway, yeah. Teach a man to shoot for. I don't know. This is just thinking, but do yeah, you yeah. Have to jack for himself, he can play. T- he can try to uh, shoot out the candles. Word, or word. Uh, for sure. Get that holy ghost all over your face.
4: Teach a man to stroke himself. He enjoys himself for an evening.
11: Uh, I just have one um idea, maybe, because you you said that you feel kind of awkward on on stage sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think just, um some of your jokes. That end with a punchline and then you repeat it like the Thorny crown of Dicks. Oh uh, yeah, and yeah, then I, you say I, it again. I only do that
12: like once. I try not to do that much.
11: <laughs> yeah, I, um, I'm wondering if maybe if you let it sit in the silence and then people catch yeah. on if it'll work. But I don't, that's something you test. You, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
12: I've been trying to just you know practice more with, cause yeah, just who I am naturally when I'm rambling, especially after I like, smoke weed. I you know I talk really fast. I try to make sure I at least enunciate. Uh, but then I have just been trying to slow the fuck down and take yeah. breaths in between.
11: Yeah, but that's, yeah, that's Let just the kind of scientific method.
12: Yeah.
0: Yeah, you should like uh, pick a joke or two and then just sell that line and sit on that silence for like five, six seconds. And okay. just, just do it. You'll get used to it. You seriously yeah. will.
12: Word. Thanks, guys. Oh. 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 All right. Well, I'll, hear, I'll hear from you later. Jason. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, since...
4: Since the thing that I'm using to play the music has stopped, I think I'm going to take this time to read a few jokes. Yeah, that's right. I'm bumping the last two people. All right, let's see how you all enjoy these. I'm not gonna bother to get up on stage. All right, I'd like to take a moment to praise David Tandler, a homeless man from Anchorage, Alaska. What was so impressive about, about him? It's that he managed to kill a vicious black bear with a homemade spear. Think about that one. Flint, Michigan is in the news this week because officials have found lead in the public water. That's right, folks, in Flint, Michigan, you no longer have to get shot to die of lead poisoning. The anti-vaccine group Safe Minds has just released a study that proves that there is no link between vaccines and autism. Sure, it's not what they were trying to prove, but did you really expect luddites to use science successfully? Mm-hmm. Doug Stanhope saved a life. I, I, he, oh, 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 you're going to boo that? It's, it's a setup. It's a setup, Zach. Don't like it. Anyway, anyway, he talked a man out of jumping off a bridge from Edinburgh North Bridge. I don't don't know where that is. And I I don't have a really joke for that. I just wanted to mention Doug Stanhope. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? I lied. You could do that in comedy. All right. Beginning January 1st, 2016, sexual health education will finally be mandated in California for grades 7 through 12. Finally, someone with an active sex life, I'll. Finally, as someone with an active sex life, I'll have, some, or I'll have someone to blame for last night's terrible blow job, my local parent teachers association. Can't all be winners. Coca-Cola is being forced to add with sweeteners to all of their vitamin water bottles. Coca-Cola came to this decision so that at least two words on their bottle would be true. <laughs> American Apparel filed for bankruptcy. Who would have guessed that advertising clothes on the back of newspapers with young women that aren't wearing said clothing was a bad idea? Beijing state media announced that this week, that the, announced that this week, the city is now covered from end to end with surveillance cameras. On an unrelated note, police in China are on the lookout for Zhang Wei for the thing he did on Thursday in an open-air market. He knows what he did. I just learned about someone who's running for Senate who sacrificed a goat to drink its blood and wants to start a civil war. No, I'm not talking about Donald Trump. This guy is called Augustus Sol Invictus the Trans-Pacific Partnership, was signed into existence today. And in other news, dry anal rape has just became legal. That is, if you're rich enough to have gotten excited by the previous bit of information. All right, now that there's dead silence, Joey Avery, everybody! Yeah! Don't boo him, he's
14: awesome.
1: All right, fuck yeah, Ed. Dude, the radio voice. You have like the most built for radio voice that I have ever, like when I talk to you in real life, I want to be wearing headphones. Like that's, that's, that's impressive. As do you think that there's a number of women I need to have sex with to end up as an old guy who doesn't tell creepy jokes? Like, is there a number of people that I need to fuck? I feel like most people haven't gotten there. Every old man, like, I just don't want to be that guy who, like, tells that that's what she said joke to my daughter's friend, you know? But I feel like those guys, like, I don't want to be, you know, riding in the car with my son and see a 17-year-old in a skirt and be like, well, hopefully wind, you know? Because it's weird when you're old. And so I can still give people a look on a bus, and it's like, ooh, is he, you know, I don't know, maybe... But when you get to that age, it's just—it's gross to have any sexual desire. I don't—I don't know if I have to get it all out. I just don't want to be one of these old, fucking creeps just walking around this world of depraved desire. I don't—I don't, I don't want—I don't want that. I feel like it happens to people. though. it's, it's fucking weird. Um, what else? Have you—have any of you guys been on the the website LiveLeak? Does anyone know what that is? LiveLeak. Yeah, it's. Fucked up. What, Live League is one of these sites that's on the internet, it'll post anything. It'll post like videos of war. You know, my whole thing with Live League is I feel like it's one of those websites that everyone should go to once and no one should go to twice. You know, you see a lot of fucked up. Like, you need to know that's what's going on in the world, but you shouldn't get into it. Um, it's very strange because you hear a lot about war in the Middle East. But when you go on Live League, you actually see. What it looks like and what it looks like is a bunch of dudes in like dusty Gap sweatshirts and Crocs firing rocket launchers at each other (laughs) and it's fucking weird. Okay, all of them are just like Allahu Akbar. Like all of them, it doesn't, if there are 10 in a room and one guy shoots a gun, you will hear 10 Allahu Akbar. It's like popcorn in a bag, like it just goes off everywhere, which is amazing to me. That that's what they keep saying because you have these guys standing in the only town they've ever lived in which is completely torn to shit by war while they're shooting rockets at people who believe a slight variation on the same thing as them, standing next to their friends who are for sure gonna die in this conflict and they're all like, dude, God's great. Like, God is fucking great. He's, he controls all of this and I think he's fantastic. All right. That's amazing. Like that. I'm a big fan of optimism and that I've never seen anything like that. You just, you can't fuck. I'm so impressed by that. Even if it's like kind of delusional, it's, it makes all my friends seem like assholes, you know, like sitting in some fucking Malibu mansion, taking painkillers and some existential dread because your screenplay didn't get picked up. You know, and here's some dude whose child got turned into nothing but a torso by a fucking drone strike going, "God's fucking great. I love him." I think that is so amazing. It's kind of delusional, but it's still like, you know, it's a it's a bright outlook, I guess. I don't know. It does kind of seem like that like weird 80-year-old woman like wearing a torn wedding dress just going like you're going to be the most beautiful girl at prom you know it's like she like puts lipstick on her eyelids and eats a cold stick of baloney it seems a little delusional but it's still impressive i still like what they're doing at least on that regard <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if you could just convince them, like, you know, just try being, like, positive. Just try being that positive, but, like, kind of agnostic for just, like, a year. Like, give it a shot. And every time you were going to say, you know, God is great, just be like, oh, I love you guys. Because <laughs> it's Islam, so only guys. But still, like, you know, I love you guys. I feel like it would change everything, like, even for just a year if they focused on the actual finite nature of things. We're like, maybe we'll just focus all that positivity on each other. They could actually unravel centuries of fighting and killing each other and make any God proud of them for turning their living hell into actually a paradise on earth. I don't think their God would be mad if they weren't still wearing the same silly white hat. And then if they don't like it at the end of that year with their new unifying force, they could literally kill all the fucking infidels. So either way they want to spin it, it's a great plan. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Virgins, virgins for everyone. Um, what else? People say a lot of a lot of people are fascinated with the idea that like a lot, I mean, if you've ever been to an open mic, you know this. Like a lot of comics are kind of sad. Um, it's weird. You come to these open mics and you're like, fuck, like maybe... I don't know, like, go to the gym or, like, work out, get your shit together. But a lot of comics are sad, and I was thinking about that. And I think it's because being sad is really funny when it's over. Like, it's hilarious. Like, I'm actually a a pretty happy person, but when I get sad, it's fucking hilarious. Okay? I got sad. I I was in New York last week, and I had kind of, like, a depressing day. Like, I was alone all day, and it was, like, raining in my face, and it was freezing cold. And I couldn't write anything, and I was in a fight with my girlfriend. Shit just wasn't going well, and I like went, and I ordered. I was like, you know, I'll get a good sandwich, so I got this open-faced egg sandwich, and they brought out a cold piece of bread with sliced hard-boiled egg and a Swedish fish sauce, and I just I sat, and I just ate this fucking thing, and I was just like, yeah, no, your day's gonna get better, you know, and I'm hungover and depressed, and then the fight gets worse, and I was like, you know what I need to do? If I'm gonna feel any better. I need to go to the gym. So I was like, fine, I'm going to fucking fight through this. I go, I start working out and I start getting depressed as I'm working out. So I actually get to the point, you know, when things spiral all the way to the point where you're like, holy shit, like I am going to die. That's not just a thought. And I'm, I'm sitting, I'm doing, I'm doing lawn mowers. Okay. And a tear, a single (laughs) tear falls from my eye. Okay. As I'm working my fucking lats. All right, like Richard Simmons having an acid trip, <laughs> Just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work through the pain. <laughs> and, uh, and I think that's hilarious. And that's all I got. Thank you, guys. All
4: right. Any comments for Joey Avery? Uh,
11: I just wanted to say that the sporadic details that you put in, like the egg with the bread, the Malibu apartment, the Crocs, those were all really great. And really like added to each one of those stories and brought us into the story too. So those were really, really good.
1: Thank you.
0: No compliments.
13: <laughs> ah. I hate you. <laughs> there you go.
0: There you go. Um, there's, like, there's like a window of fucking you have to do. Like you don't do enough fucking, you, right. you're, Leo, you're Leo Zinger, right? right. And nobody wants that, right? right. Uh, you do too much fucking and then that, that's all you know. So there's like a, you just have to, it's a moderation thing. Right. Um, the
11: life
0: lessons. <laughs> yeah. uh, fuck them all. Okay. Uh, never say what uh, else. Please don't do that. Yeah, that's fair. Please. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. What else? And what else? oh, that, Stupid. uh, the, the, Allah, Allahu Akbar thing, it was, the buildup was too transparent, I think. Like, cause I knew exactly what you're going to do. Oh yeah. Everybody knows it means God is great. Yeah. I think everybody. And it's just uh I liked I liked the level of detail cuz you need to explain you need to like put the whole thing in their head but right. I don't know some some misdirection or something A Yeah see Uh
12: were you looking t- <clears throat> are you still writing that uh that the uh creepy uh, bit that's from the beginning or, what uh, are you still right like are you are you? oh adding, yeah all, all of those were it? first first take <clears throat> uh, I was gonna say cause then you could add or you could then talk about like how some people try to you know like some people maybe try you know, or the different strategies like either fucking little people a lot of people getting married like, right some people try to do getting married but that doesn't help right and you know something like that
1: yeah that's I think there's a lot more I think I barely scratched the surface yeah, yeah. on that one uh, but I don't really know where to go of that all yeah all cool really good. cool thank you All
4: right, so next up onto Sage, we have Tess Berry.
11: Hi, hello. Um, so I've been having a pretty bad day. Talk about depressed. Uh, this morning I fell off my bike. And it was awful. I just got a bike a month ago, and I'm terrified of my bike, and I ended up falling off of it. Uh, I ended up pulling a real Pam. It's an inside joke for you guys who know what Pam is. Uh, so, yeah, I fell off my bike, and it just, like, fucked up my whole day. Like, everything started to go wrong. Like, I tried to make coffee later, and I took the lid off the coffee grinder before it was done spinning and just spiraled coffee everywhere. And it's just been a real sour day, and I've just been real on edge. But... Um, uh The worst part about it was that I forgot my headphones and I had to sit at work and listen to people talk. It was miserable. (laughs) (laughs) And what didn't help was last night uh, I was talking to this guy and he was kind of hitting on me and he asked me, has anyone ever told you that you're pretty? (laughs) I was like, what the fuck are you asking? Like that's not, that's not a question. What answer are you looking for? Was I supposed to be like keeping tally this whole time about who's told me I'm pretty? It doesn't seem like that's the real question that he's asking. Like, are you telling me I'm pretty, or are you just checking that other people think I'm pretty? It's like he's asking me to confer with the judges whether I'm fuckable or not. Uh, The the question that he's really asking is, has anyone tried to get in your pants before? Because no one asks that question just to know whether people think I'm pretty. I was hoping that he would, uh, hope that I would say like, oh yeah, my dad never told me I'm pretty. Or he'd be like, yeah, did your ex-boyfriend tell you you were pretty? No, great, that's just the amount of low self-esteem I'm looking for to fuck you. (laughs) You're right in my league. It's like, great, great, I'm really excited about this. Um, So yeah, I've been really, I've been really on edge. uh, But my friends keep telling me to start smoking pot for anxiety. Does anybody smoke pot for anxiety? (coughs) or just generally, I'm sure it helps for all things, yeah. Yeah, I can't do it, I don't do it. I tried to become a pothead once. I thought, okay, I'm gonna become a pothead, people do that. There's three things I need. I need cash to pay a dealer, I need a dealer, and I need something to smoke it out of. So I called up my friend, got a dealer, got his number, and I was like, okay, cool, tomorrow I'm gonna call the dealer, I'm gonna get some weed, I'm gonna become a pothead. And then there was a law and order marathon, and I forgot to call him. Okay, next Thursday, next Thursday I'm gonna call him, and it's gonna be great. And then it came to Thursday, and I didn't have cash, and I didn't really want to go to the bank. Next week, next week, I'm gonna become a pothead, and it's gonna feel great. And then I f- uh, just forgot, and I never ended up becoming a pothead. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't I'm not even, I don't even have a lot of friends that have pot, either. I feel like whenever I'm around pot, no one even offers it to me. I just don't seem like someone who would be a good pothead. I usually have to ask if people will share but I've stopped asking because I've gotten into this really bad habit of, I don't know if it's a habit, I don't do it intentionally but I faint most of the times that I smoke pot. Anybody else faint or like seen someone faint? It's scary. It's really not cool. I almost fell into a parking meter once. Uh, Yeah, that's not funny. No, it's pretty funny. Mostly because I'm alive. But it's. It's not it's not cool. I think it's something with your uh, your blood pressure. But yeah, three out of four times I smoke wheat, I just drop I just drop like a Beyonce album. <laughs> yeah, that's really all I got today. <laughs> Thank you.
4: Alright, so uh let's uh give her some comments.
1: All right. I uh I like I really like the uh uh, asking about if anyone's told you your pretty joke I thought that that whole thing was very solid um with the smoking pot one a couple opportunities when I mean you're asking someone told you to smoke pot to cure anxiety I mean smoking pot is a good way to gain anxiety um if you want to talk about that all right and then when you're talking about forgetting to become a pothead I mean I think it's obvious what you're doing but to round it out you can be like I'm too much of a pothead already to even become a pothead. Okay. You know,
11: yeah. All right. Cool.
12: That was the same thing I was going to (laughs) say. Well, I I wanted to make sure you like... I'm really glad to know that that you were going to say it.
11: Well, it's like, yeah. It's encouraging. Good. Great minds, I guess. Okay. All
4: right. I I have a comment and a question. Yes. You're pretty. Do you have low (laughs) 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 self-esteem?
11: That's pretty good. I refuse to answer your question. Oh, plead the fifth. Yeah, I plead the fifth. One guy did ask me once, uh, I was on a date and he said, this isn't a joke, but it might be. He said, um, can I ask you a question? And I said, okay. And he said, but I have to ask you a question before the question. <laughs> and I said, okay. And he said, um, when you have, uh, do you want kids? And I said, you can ask the second question. I don't need the first one. And he said, when you have kids, do you, are you going to put a TV in the minivan? Yeah, so I just used the opportunity to rant about things I hate, like BuzzFeed, and then just left. (laughs) (laughs) Great, a room full of dudes on my side. Sweet. Awesome. Okay. Cool. Thank you, guys.
4: All right. And since uh, nobody came in here saying, hey, I want more time or whatever... It's time for an ad! Yeah, yeah while well I have a captive audience! JustMeAndChicks.com is hosting a podcast here at Mutiny Radio. Later this week on Wednesday. From 8 to 10. With an open mic from 9 to 9.30. Stop by, have fun, tell some jokes, and live the life you've always wanted. Yeah, I, I don't know that. Send off properly, so I'm gonna hope somebody comes in here to bail me out on this. No, 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 Tess, not gonna, not gonna help, not gonna help me out? Why? Oh, well. I can feel my face when I'm with you, but I love it, but I love it. can feel
7: my face when I'm with you,
13: but I love it.
15: Tune in, turn on every Wednesday, six to eight p.m. House of Pride Radio with drag queen personalities Tweeka Turner and Pearl T.
2: Are you sick of reading the news? Do you even bother to
12: read the news anymore? Do you need someone to read it to you because it's just so disgusting and depressing? If so, then the Weekly Review is the show for you. Join Roman Reimer as Roman reads the news, whether it be LGBTQ issues, cannabis legalization, prison abolition, police brutality, or many other issues that sometimes the media just doesn't feel the need to cover. Listen in, Fridays at Noon, Mutiny Radio. Roman's also joined by activists, community organizers, artists, and many other great folks working to make the world a better place. Have no fear. The news is here. And if you feel like yelling about it, well, then Roman will be yelling with you. The Weekly Review, Fridays at Noon, on Mutiny Radio.
0: Hello, comrades. This is your comrade, Zach Wiseman, host of government-sponsored program, Communist Folding Chairs, mandated by the Kremlin to occur every Monday, 2 to 4 p.m. Broadcast by our comrades at mutinyradio.fm. Sit, relax, listen to my comrades in stand-up comradity march honorably through their cold balance sets, and other comrades make fun of them. Because in Mother Russia, if you can't laugh about starving for turn and beat, and attention, you are a capitalist pig, and the KB, KGB will visit you shortly. Every Monday, 2 through 4 p.m.
16: Miren, miren! Es un pájaro? Es un avión? No! Es
2: un
8: Looking to invest in the future of your community? Muniradio.fm and the Boys and Girls Club Mission Clubhouse needs your help. Please donate to keep the Radio Classroom Institute right now alive on the air every Thursday from 4.50 to 5.50 p.m. Donations are tax deductible. Donate
10: online at www.muniradio.fm or just stop by the station at 21st Street and Florida. That's 2781 21st Street and throw some cash in the big glass jar. Stop by to experience live audience-friendly shows every day of the week, and know that you're supporting the future of the mission by keeping free speech alive for all ages. This PSA is brought to you by your friends and community partners at muniradio.fm.
17: Hi, I'm Chuck Weiss. If you're an old baby boomer like me, pain is probably something you've learned to live with by now. Yes, there are drugs on the market that help, but they come with side effects and shouldn't be used for extended periods of time. But fortunately, there is an effective natural pain reliever available in this state, medical cannabis. Let me tell you about Alta California Botanicals. They're a manufacturer of fine cannabis tensures. Now you can take your medication in liquid form, much more discreet than pulling out a pipe and lighting up. Alta California Botanicals offers five different formulations, each one addressing a specific medical concern. There are two that are designed for pain, one to be swallowed of course, and a new one for external use only. I'm gonna have to try that one myself on my arthritic fingers. There's a tincture for stress and one for anxiety. They'll certainly keep you mellow, and there's even one for people who suffer from MS. The cannabis tinctures from Alpha California Botanicals come in one-half ounce bottles. Each batch is laboratory tested and certified free of pesticides and mold. In other words, completely natural and unadulterated. Alpha California Botanicals doesn't sell directly to the public, of course, but if you visit their website at alpha-ALTA, CaliforniaBotanicals.com. And enter your zip code. They'll give you a list of dispensaries near you that keep their tinctures in stock. Now here's a tip for the holiday season. Keep a couple of extra bottles of the stress formula handy. It'll help maintain your cool amongst all that shopping madness.
5: Uh, The Age of Aquarius was the fifth dimension
10: into Let the Sun Shine In. Uh, Just a classic uh, inspirational song. And we started out with Four Way Cross from the...
18: they look uh they look pretty badass so let's see so
4: sick so cool let's see if that's true
15: Welcome to BYOB. This is your very own Sergeant device. I'm super stoked to uh, talk to you
13: guys. How's everybody doing? How's your week? Place way back when. So sometimes the, the security is on the image and sometimes it's on just what you post and about uh, some issues you have to do to manage your Windows 10 installation because
16: it's much more open, it's much more web <laughs>
17: Where's Waldo? You know, the arts kid fine and uh, the baby came out half
9: black. I could yeah. see Waldo's reaction. Like, Where in the world were you, Carmen Sandiego?
0: <laughs> uh, like any good comic, he references things everybody knows about because yeah, of their age good. group.
1: Also, I also feel like. Uh,
9: like the same, don't throw stones in glass houses, a little bit tolerant. I've seen the window take a pretty good hit with a good-sized boulder before, so I think they should do something a little bit more consequential, you know, like, uh, don't like... Bite- Alex, Ed,
14: can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite?
17: For people who suffer from MS... The cannabis tinctures from Alta California Botanicals come in one-half-ounce bottles. Each batch is laboratory-tested and certified free of pesticides and mold. In other words, completely natural and unadulterated. Alta California Botanicals doesn't sell directly to the public, of course, but if you visit their website at alta, A-L-T-A, californiabotanicals.com and enter your zip code, they'll give you a list of dispensaries near you that keep their tinctures in stock. Now here's a tip for the holiday season. Keep a couple of extra bottles of the stress formula handy. It'll help maintain your cool amongst all that shopping madness. I'm Chuck Weiss for altacaliforniabotanicals.com. Do
2: you have a great idea for a product or service but don't know where to start? Are you looking to expand your current business? women's initiative of san francisco began its business management training program for low income high potential women in 1988 to attend a free orientation on how you can achieve your dream of starting your own business or for more information please contact 415-641-3460 or visit womensinitiative.org this public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at mutiny radio
13: Planned Parenthood is a trusted healthcare provider, an informed educator, a passionate advocate, and a global partner helping similar organizations around the world. Planned Parenthood delivers vital reproductive healthcare, sex education, and information to millions of women, men, and young people worldwide. For nearly 100 years, Planned Parenthood has promoted a common-sense approach to women's health and well-being based on respect for each individual's rights to make informed, independent decisions about health, sex, and family planning. Please visit PlannedParenthood.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco.
2: The Berkeley Free Clinic was founded in 1969 as a street medicine clinic, but quickly found a permanent home in the Berkeley community. It has become an icon in the area and has served countless thousands in a variety of ways during its 45-year history. Fees have never been charged for any services, materials, medications, or supplies provided at the Berkeley Free Clinic. Income has been generated solely via individual or organizational donations and government programs. To volunteer your time or to make a donation, or for more information, visit berkeleyfreeclinic.org. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco. Way back when,
13: so sometimes the the security is on the image, and sometimes it's on just what you post and what you feed. So uh, Facebook, do we figuring out figuring out Facebook privacy and security stuff is uh, kind of complicated. Actually, they don't make it very easy, but uh, they don't. Um, I, I mean, I think they I think they would love to use all of our data to make money, but. I think they're under some pressure not to, not to do that. And I'm joined here in the booth by my co-host Vincent Montgomery. Vincent, say hello to the nice people. I see the puppies chewing your hands. Yes. Uh, yeah.
16: <laughs> we have some catching up to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
13: Yeah. Um, yeah. You know. So, what? what's your thing about? What do you think about the whole like the? whole I was just talking about the Facebook privacy hoax. You know, people are posting on their Facebook pages in the last couple of days, like. Facebook doesn't have permission to use any of my images in commercial marketing, whatever. Blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and it's a total hoax. It's not a real thing.
16: No, and actually, that had, that's not uh, just a Facebook hoax. You should pay attention to the fact that that's been hitting almost any online site. LinkedIn also got hit by the same. Uh, well, fake, this is. Uh, what do you mean? Well, there's there is a.
13: There's so, a LinkedIn hoax.
16: Yeah, there's a LinkedIn hoax. hoax. Well, it's actually a security setting. I have seen uh spam in some of the larger institutions that i manage uh uh email for get uh, get actual um comments from existing customers saying, Hey, what happened to my order uh look look what happened to the to the stuff you installed, and they'll have a picture, but the, it's not it's phishing it's a phishing attack and okay, so those are two different, no different things.
13: things so the but, so the Facebook hoax is yeah. just it's just not real right, right. so Somebody started it or kicked it off or a bunch of people did. And mm-hmm. so everyone's going, oh, my God, and then copying and pasting it to their profile. Mm-hmm. And then someone else sees it on their friend's page or mm-hmm. profile and they copy and paste it onto theirs. So it's just mm-hmm. it propagates, but it has no basis in fact. Right. So that's a hoax. Right. Phishing is different. So I know I know the issue with LinkedIn phishing. So you have to be really careful when you get a LinkedIn Request because there are uh, some issues or they've had some issues with phishing attacks and phishing Spelled P H I S H I N G is when people When uh, they send you an email or direct you to a link that appears to be Legit for the company so it appears to be a legit LinkedIn Request but it's not and and they're phishing Uh, And I don't know why fishing in this manner or this meaning is spelled with P-H, but they're trying to get you, I will, (laughs) they're trying to get you to give them some personal sensitive information. I actually had a good friend of mine. I felt so bad for her. She um, got an email from her credit card company Mm -hmm. and they said, you have to, you know, very dire, like, you know, this, you have to go immediately. naive and this was a a while back before this was really widely known and um, um, so he's 19 now so it might have been even about like you know seven years ago uh but anyway she went onto the site and filled out all the information and then she clicked submit and then the not her credit card company and she freaked out so she had to close her credit card and call the credit card company and all this stuff. But um, mm-hmm. I mean, she literally gave him like, her date of birth, her driver's license number, which again, she was a little naive. But that's a phishing attempt. That was a successful phishing attempt. Right. So yeah. hoaxes are different than phishing. Well,
16: and I understand that. And there are actually several hoaxes out right now. And there are actually some other stuff too. Uh, for instance, uh, Microsoft is getting dinged in, in uh, Windows 10 and some of the new features for privacy issues like what well because you know microsoft controls a lot of the they were late coming into the web but they actually have some is uh, a microsoft company so they have and and they're still the largest i think uh, video uh personal video provider out there and they're pushing into but uh, i didn't actually get a chance to uh read all the articles i do know that i got alerted to them today about uh, some issues you have to do to manage your windows 10 Installation because it's much more open. It's much more web-based. It's much more Chrome-like if you will and chrome doesn't really Stop you from doing anything you have to be careful But but here's my point with the hoax and the phishing because in my and, and I, yeah, I have a tendency to ramble
13: and, No, really
16: and I have a this tendency is news to, um, to me. I have a tendency to Have a conclusion in my head and take a while to get to it, but the point is this
13: or, or have the conclusion in your head and never get to it.
16: No, 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 I think Sean put it succinctly. He said, eventually, I'll make a good point. Um, he said that about him or about you? About me, yeah. yeah. So he said, yeah, at, su- at some point, I'll make a very concise statement. Here's the bottom line. It's all about common sense. You have to exercise common sense. Your credit card companies are never going to ask you for personal information. They will send you an email and bring you to their website where you can then change it. And you need to look at the website bar. People that you can't you can't spoof a large website. If you're not at wellsfargo.com, if you're at at uh security wellsfargo.com that's not Wells Fargo, so use your common sense. it's the same thing with uh, hoaxes and yeah, but
13: they attacks. can but here's the thing here's the thing well, the common sense is i I, I right. actually agree with you yeah. let's just take a moment. Shall I not note that down on the calendar so we can Mm-mm. refer back to it later? I clicked on the link and the the address was www.wellsfargo. And also common sense my bank would never ask me to do this so I closed mm-hmm. the the link down right away.
16: It was I guarantee it wasn't wellsfargo.com. There it wasn't. was something No, off. no but
13: here's the thing. They yeah. can put they can make it look like the in the address bar it's yes. wellsfargo.com. Right. They have all this fancy schmancy hacking code in the background. Mm-hmm. So then I went to wellsfargo.com on a on a different browser just to be safe mm-hmm. and uh, it looked totally and what was missing was the left navigation bar. And I was like, OK. And I didn't even really realize when I got to the page, because you know, who pays attention to those things, right? Um, but when I, when I then opened the real site, I realized what, what triggered me was that it was missing the navigation bar. But everything else looked totally legit. Mm-hmm. And then I just used common sense and said, OK, they wouldn't. And then I just ran um, at the spyware yep. and antivirus on my machine, which I'm always running anyway. And then I cleared my browser history.
16: Yeah, it's uh, if
15: stuff. They- uh, hey, people on the panel, go ahead.
4: I got a comment. Uh, when you did the word problem for uh, America, it, you could play on weight. Like, uh, <clears throat> Carter Johnny's family weighs two ba- two thousand pounds. How many family members does he have? Two, three, or one?
18: <laughs> like saying like like he's hiding them. In, in, mm. the American, they're, they're obese.
5: obese. They're fat,
8: obese. The Americans are fat. Um um yeah. go ahead
5: uh okay so when you're telling that joke about um you know like the mexicans are doing the way harder word problems and um i think that if you actually stress up how harder it is because you're throwing in percentages and like you know like you know uh, you know like karen has bought an ipad for 399 dollars. she has 500 dollars in her pocket and if sales tax is nine percent and um like i think that there's uh, a corporation joke in there and i also think that um you know, it's just kind of funny, like if you play up, like if you make it even more difficult, just because how just stupidly inferior the American education system is, and if Mexico is just doing like percentages and division
8: and shit, like for their word problems, I think that that has a lot of mileage to it.
18: Okay,
8: cool. um, same on that first joke, uh, when you were talking about like watermelons in terms of, I can't remember what the other thing was. Donkeys. Yeah, watermelons in terms of donkeys. That's what I thought was funnier. And when you went to like the 1850s, uh, that's what I thought you were going to talk about is like a, a like a barter economy like yeah, why yeah. are they why are they learning how to like uh, trade right. in terms of like other things instead of money yeah, yeah um and so like I don't know that's what I like that's where I thought that punch was going it was right. like uh, yeah in case she time travels back to the 1770s and has to barter for all of her uh right, yeah. whatever but yeah actually I
18: have some stuff about the bartering it's like you know we don't want people to think they have an economy where you can purchase goods and services with yeah,
8: exactly. Yeah, shit like that and that could go in between like the mm-hmm. second stuff and and yeah. like the go before the Mexicans have it way harder. And then right, right. I thought there was the opportunity for a callback to barter shit at the end when you were mm-hmm. talking about Tijuana there was like a barter yeah, system yeah, yeah. joke there. So you could connect it all and, you know, do that sort of thing. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah.
5: Also, it might be a little racy, but when you were talking about, you know, like the kids having pills in their backpack like, uh, instead of, like, why is he selling it out of a Hello Kitty backpack? Like, how many hours until it gets busted by the cops? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Like, or, um, you know, like,
15: Jim has 12, 12. I thought the Hello Kitty backpack was awesome. I wouldn't change a thing about that. It's a great detail. It's totally funny. It's, it's, and it, it twists well, the joke on its head because you think you're going to say one thing, and then, and then that's the misdirect is that it comes out of the backpack.
4: Well,
5: listen to Pam. She's the professional. Huh.
15: I thought that whole that that whole thing is a, an incredible premise. I've never heard it before. Really funny. So oh, yeah, that That's whole well, thing man. is spot on.
18: Thank you, Pam.
15: Yeah. Thanks for this. Does anyone else have comments? Okay, and then slap your meat paws together. It's David Roth, Yay! <laughs> yay! All right, uh, our next comedian uh, is coming on up, so we're gonna get someone else in there on the panel. Please put your hands together, everybody. It's Bo Claire! Woo! What's up, guys
8: and lady? Hi. Uh, so I've been thinking a lot about uh, I've been uh, thinking a lot about drugs recently, about Woo. drug re- legalization. Um, like I really like the idea of legalizing pot. I think it should happen, but mostly because it appeals to the hipster in me. You know, like I want to be able to tell my kids someday later that like, oh yeah, I smoked pot before it was legal. (laughs) Um, But if we did legalize drugs, there'd be a lot of things that we had to figure out, right? Like we'd have to figure out what the DEA would do. And I think, I have the perfect idea, we should just make it like a FEMA, but for bad parties. You know, like you're sitting there, like nobody's having a good time, the guys and the girls are mixed up, they're like, oh shit, it's the DEA, and they brought coke and bitches, oh yeah, sweet party. I had a thought the other day about weed. weed. is legal in North Korea. I don't have a joke for that, but I feel like I should have a joke for that. Like it's like it seems like a weird topsy turvy world that we live in, where like North Korea is this crazy, you know, backwards regime, but at the same time they like have legal weed. So um, I had a friend of mine call me the other day, um, and he was a guy that had always been down on me while I was in high school for smoking weed. He was like, "Oh, you're never gonna accomplish your dreams." If you smoke weed, you're never going to accomplish your dreams. He called me up the other day and he had some good news for me. I, uh, he's like, hey man, he was like, oh yeah, I got glaucoma. And I was like, oh yeah, 2020 vision, bitch. Okay, I <laughs> fucked that one up. I fucked that one up. Uh, see here, more drug thoughts. Uh, people say black don't crack, but the 80s would say differently. <laughs> um, <laughs> Thank you. i glad I got that one. Uh, <laughs> um, one thing that worries me about Uh, drug legalization, though, is we have too many irresponsible drug users, too many irresponsible drug users. Like, for instance, weed is basically legal here in California, uh, but who, like me, is smoking it without a license? Yeah? Oh yeah. See, this is what I'm talking about, irresponsible weed users. Every single one of you, because no responsible weed user would ever answer that fucking question. (laughs) That's the third commandment, culture yourselves. Never trust nobody. Okay. What well, brings that up is uh, I saw this article the other day about this woman, uh, or is this woman from CNN? Welcome, 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 everyone, to tonight. Yes, the second inaugural showing. And. She wrote an article for the New York Times about the, the pot scourge that was sweeping across our nation. She went to Colorado and decided she was going to try it out. Her name is Maureen Dowd. She went to Colorado, and she got there, and she didn't want to smoke. You know, she felt, they felt too too bad on her lungs, so she decided that she was going to eat a pot brownie, which, rookie mistake. First of all, if you've never tried weed before, don't try a pot brownie, but she... She took it like an hour, nothing happened, so she ate another pot brownie, which is the worst thing that you can do if you've never tried pot before, because she she proceeded to go back to her hotel room, lie on her uh, bed, and she sat there for hours thinking that she was gonna die. And of course that shit's gonna happen, because that's like if you've never tried alcohol before and you go to a bar, and, like, you walk in, you're like, you know, I've never drank before, but give me a bottle of tequila. I'm finishing it tonight. <laughs> of course you're going to drive to the hospital because you think you're dying, and you're probably going to hit three Pomeranians on the way there because you think if you hit them, maybe you'll get extra points. Um, let's see here. And then I, I wanted to think about what would, what would a drug class, like, I want to teach a, ju- a drug class to children, like, how to use drugs responsibly and that would be the end of that joke but I haven't written it yet and if you guys have ideas I'd love to hear them but anyway yeah thanks guys. that's my set thanks guys
15: <laughs> all right Trot's clear
5: okay so first things first that black don't crack joke keep it perfect Again. it's a hundred percent I
15: kinda of it. disagree it's really hack yeah. I've heard it 50 times 50 times from 50 different people Okay, I, I, I think it's hack. I mean, I mean it's, you'll get a laugh, but hack jokes usually do. I don't mean to be, I mean, I don't know. You guys can disagree with me, but you haven't heard no, the, black and crack I jokes? Had that, I had that feeling when I wrote that joke. It yeah. like, I mean, has to have been
6: done before. If you, did, if you say the CIA, the, the CIA would have uh, different, you know, the CIA in the 80s would have different uh, opinions about that. Oh, oh yeah, right, that be like good. Reagan did that sort of shit well, yeah.
8: Oh, yeah.
5: Um, and when it comes to t- teaching the class, like um, I, I think um, something about you know if you're going to teach them how to you know go responsibly, and you had your number three rule for you know like who here does things irresponsibly, flush out that list. Like have a list of rules, oh, and okay. then you can bring it up. Like you know like well, gonna the, teach- the
8: third commandment I was referring to is the uh, the ten crack commandments. Never trust nobody.
19: Right, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, like... I
8: could just go into that list. Yeah, like, just... Yeah, I'm just, not familiar with that list. Yeah bring, bring, be good, yeah.
5: yeah, bring out that list, and then when you're, you know, and then you can use that as a callback later, because then you'll be like, okay, so who's paying attention? And you'll ask, like, who's irresponsible? And you'll be like, see, you aren't paying fucking attention. I already told you rule number three.
19: And, and uh, yeah, do this what you will, but I thought you were going to tell your kids, like, uh, or your grandkids, you know, I smoked pot, uh, you know, When it was still cool you know
8: know,
19: like before it was was cool like i smoked pot when it was still cool like once it becomes
4: legal it's not going to be cool or you know yeah yeah yeah. 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 about uh north korea having weed and it being legal there you could make a joke about maybe that's why dennis rodman went there you know
19: (laughs) back when he did no
8: shit shit, i wrote that down like maybe that's why dennis rodman <laughs> also
19: also you can go into like it's legal there. I wonder if it's any good cuz you know primarily that country's gr- graying and getting worse. Yeah, but
5: if you're trying that DPRK, you yeah. Or or you know it smells it.
19: like cabbage, but man it gets you
5: or you know like it's legal there and that kind of explains a lot of everything else.
4: It, it doesn't smell like cabbage. It smells like a depression. Uh, it,
19: it, too, too too much. Like too soon.
15: Okay. I'm still looking up. I'm still looking up crack jokes on the on the internet to see if if if, uh, if there if there is one. Uh, there's a lot about Whitney Houston's funeral. Uh, I'm just. I'm just. I just. I. I sometimes I'll Google jokes to to see you know like if it if it if it's already been said or not. So I was I was kind of looking. But there's just a lot of cocaine jokes, not a lot of crack jokes. You
4: should check
15: Twitter. uh, Cocaine
19: is notoriously funnier than crack.
8: So So a lot of them like people say black, no crack, but Tina Turner wouldn't, like,
15: It's this is These are the ones they they have. Um, What's black on the outside and white on the inside? Whitney Houston's nose. What does a drug (laughs) addict dream about on Christmas Eve, building a snowman using only cocaine? Did you hear about the duck with a drug problem? He was a quackhead. Uh, what do you call what do you call a person addicted to both cocaine and marijuana? A crackpot. Uh, but they don't have that one. What do you get when a drug addict bends over? His butt crack.
2: Uh,
15: what film is getting its lead actress Lindsay Lohan a lot of Oscar buzz? Coke whore. I don't get it. Um, someone else gets it. That's great. I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I don't get it. But um, there you go. What, what did Courtney Love say after losing 45 pounds in four months? Crack is delicious. Yeah, cocaine is yummy. <laughs> anyway, so your joke isn't on there. So hey, all power to you. I'll
8: uncross it out. I don't know how you do
5: that.
19: Take
8: that, mutie right. radio. <laughs> yeah, take that, internet. i am done it. But I mean, but that's the that's the problem. So I guess this is the question then. It does feel sort of hacky, right? Like, because it's just such a quick one-liner, so should I inject right. I mean, it regardless? What you're I do is you, you
4: should tweet it. Yeah. It's a tweet. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. Talk. He's not on Twitter. In all, all
19: deference to hackiness, it did get you your biggest laugh. The right. And
4: fair enough,
9: fair enough. I,
5: I don't know. It kind of went with the whole theme of everything. So, I mean, like, if you're going to have, like, a whole set about this, having a couple of quick one-liners to throw away about it, probably a good thing if you're going to get like a solid five
8: but yeah that, yeah i don't think it goes with the rest of the because like the theme i'm trying to and, and i'm taking way too much time right now um but the theme i'm trying to do <laughs> is like it's like <laughs> teaching people to be a responsible drug user and that's just like a race game. right so it's like it, it doesn't. yeah but anyway i'll, I'll yeah. get out of here thank you guys Woo! <laughs>
15: Uh, All right, so uh, we have, I'll play this really quick. This is uh, W. Kamu Bell doing a crack joke, saying good black don't crack. Let's see what that's about. Uh, I had it all stored up and ready to go. It's on Comedy Central. Uh, W. Kamu Bell, good black don't crack. If anybody knows, he's actually from San Francisco. Uh, And let's see what happens here. Hopefully there's not a commercial. I hate it when there's a commercial. You guys are listening to the Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. Yeah, I don't feel great. I threw up outside, we but were below hopefully, the uh, hopefully everything will be okay. Uh, so there is a commercial, but we'll just... It says shortly we'll be, we'll be returning. Uh, but you guys are listening to MutinyRadio.fm, Joke Workshop, every Monday from 6 to 8 p.m. And here's W. Bell doing a crack joke. We'll see if it's funny or if it's same. <laughs>
16: I'm doing all right. I just had a birthday recently. I'm uh, getting a little older. I know I don't look that old, but you know, it's like my grandmother said, good black don't crack. (laughs) Apparently, some of you have never heard that before. (laughs) My grandmother was cool, though. She had expressions like that for everybody. For Asians, good yellow don't mellow. For Latinos, good brown won't let you down.
14: For white people, good whites don't exist. Shut (laughs) them up. Shat them all,
16: shat them all, shat them all. I'm just kidding. She didn't say nothing about good yellow.
6: <laughs>
15: <laughs> all right. Uh, so there's that. It's a crack joke, but not the kind of crack joke we thought. Hey, you guys. Uh, your you're, is you're, your you next doing? comedian is coming up. Uh, he's been given feedback on the panel. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Jason Balmforth. Oh,
5: yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, so um, I, I actually have a couple of new jokes uh, that I'm actually excited to work on. So um, actually, going going with Bo's thing, uh, legalized pot in Colorado. Uh, after pot got legal, I lived in Colorado for about a year, and I was there when it got legal. And it was right after it got legal that all these uh, poisonings started happening. All these uh, you know, all these people started going to the hospital and shit. And then I read this article about this kid who ate a medicinal brownie and ended up having to go to the hospital. And I can only imagine what the conversation between the doctor and the parents were. And I'm assuming the doctor's diagnosis was something along the lines of, give him a pack of Doritos, some Mountain Dew, and sit him on the couch in front of some SpongeBob for an hour, and he'll be fine. Because, shit, that's what I do. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so I found out recently uh, at at work. uh, I found out I'm a hoe. I found out that... um, you can leave me a big enough tip, I don't care how much of a dick you are, cause daddy treat me fine. <laughs> Had a guy come in, he was a total douche nozzle for the entire, uh, entirety three minutes of his visit. Left a 20 in the tip jar, and I couldn't wait for that fucker to come back. He came in today, and I got a little hard in my pants, I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> expecting that good tip. Uh, oh man. Um, you ever get so high, That you just uh, don't, you know, like you start to project personifications upon inanimate objects. Uh, Like uh, you put a cigarette in your mouth and you light it and all of a sudden all you can think is that cigarette would just scream, Oh God, I'm burning! (laughs) But you know how you smoke it down to the butt so all I can imagine is my cigarette's a vindictive bastard. And all he's like, I'm going to shit in your mouth before I go. See you in hell, fucker. Uh, Is that just me? (laughs) It's just me. (laughs) Actually, um, this is kind of an old story, but... I was, uh, I was in the park and I was smoking a bowl and I was getting, you know, getting to that point where you're just a little too high and you start getting a little paranoid. And this, uh, this pigeon started mean mugging me It started looking at me real hard, like actually turned its head so its eye was straight on me and it uh, started to freak me out. And so I was looking at this pigeon and I was like, hey, hey, fuck you pigeon, I can take you. I'm sure I can. And this guy looks up, he was cooking some heroin out of a bottle cap. And he said, hey, what the fuck did you say? And I said, oh, no, man, I'm sorry. I was talking to that pigeon. And he was like, oh, okay. And went straight back to what he was doing. So I guess I found the perfect way to defuse any situation in San Francisco is to just blame it on some animal or inanimate object. Like, no, I wasn't talking to you, man. I was was talking to that chair. And they'll go right back to where they were. Uh... You know, I, I told this joke a couple times, so I'm going to tell it again, see if I can get some feedback on it. So uh, I did get a job recently, and I was, uh, I was really ecstatic about getting this new job, right? Like, I actually got gainful employment because, you know, all this, don't pay the bills. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I got this new job, and so I'm calling everyone, and I'm telling them I got a new job, and I called my mom, and I was like, hey, mom, I, I got a new job. And my mom said, oh, so McDonald's called you back. To which point I had to say, no, M- McDonald's didn't call me back. And then I felt fucking bad because... McDonald's didn't fucking call me back. McDonald's was too good for me. They didn't want me. I felt I felt fucking terrible. <laughs> I'm going to leave it on that so I can get some actual input on all these jokes.
15: Yeah. Jason Bumforth here in the Joke Workshop. Yay.
19: Well, so on that last one, uh, I think I might take that into more the, the paranoia of, like, the, uh, you know, uh, girlfriend or boyfriend, like, oh, maybe they're playing hard to get, maybe they're, like, get into that dizziness of, like, should I call, maybe just a text, you know what, I'll wait till, you know. Uh,
5: yeah, I can see that, I can oh, see playing. Dive into, like, that relationship. Yeah, I, I can play into yeah. that, I can see what you're talking about.
4: I think that when you do the all of this isn't paying the bills, you, you know, you motion, like, the, your hand above, you should be, like, going like this, just a little
5: yeah, okay, I can do that. A little, little self-effacing humor, I got it. Man, the rest of my set was fucking perfect, though.
19: Nobody's got any feedback. That's awesome.
15: No one has killed any it. feedback at all?
19: I killed it. Uh, yeah, I don't
18: know. I'm just going to
15: start
19: shouting shit out there just to fill the air with noise.
18: Yeah, I, mean, I think for the McDonald's one, uh, at first, we're not... It's hard because when your mom talks about it, we think that she's just like dogging on you and making fun of you. But then you take that to an actual real place. So I think you're like blending this sort of what we think is a joke with an actual reality. So it's like I never really got on board with the tone of that joke.
5: Yeah, I got you. I got a little. Um, of to but there is theory. a
18: thing like I don't know. This happened to me once, and maybe this something you could take. But like, there are jobs you can be like overqualified for. Like I got rege- I just graduated college, and I couldn't be like a seized candy salesman for the holidays because they wanted to like give it to like a pregnant woman or something, which is kind of like. A strange concept. So maybe if there's like other experiences with jobs that you were either like kind of qualified in a different like overqualified or there was something like different with that 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 might be I got a you I got
5: I actually um I actually have a couple of other jokes I can work that into actually yeah about being overqualified and then I have a couple of other jobs I work that were really fucking weird it is,
18: it is weird that like it's like well I don't have another I'm gonna I'll take this job like why don't you just and but they don't want to do it because they think you're gonna leave so
15: right I got you David, you you really wanted to be a sees candy salesperson at Christmas time? Badly, Pam. Yeah, I, I love. It was for candy.
19: the free Free, instead, free samples.
18: Instead, yeah. I became a Brugers bagels bagel baker. So
15: you're you you're my, too
18: and burn my fucking that, hands that's like Jewish, every like Jewish that's if I may say. Yeah.
15: So the they you you're not too educated to be a Bruegers bagel bagel no, boy, that was right but my you're level. too. It
18: was hard. It was too. It was too much for me. I was I like. Because you got to like throw these bagels in this like thousand degree boiling water like delicately, but like I just just got like third degree burns every day, and I'm like this probably isn't worth six seventy five, and I also gained like forty pounds eating cream cheese. Yeah, nice.
15: that'll happen. Wait, uh, so for um, Jason's thing, what are what are some other what are some other jobs that you that are like? I mean, McDonald's is a pretty shitty job, but are I, there um, shittier I jobs?
5: Had couple, I had a couple of jobs. Uh, I worked as a graveyard. Porn store clerk. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I, worked as a, uh, I worked as a bouncer for a while on Bourbon Street. I worked as a... Now, um,
19: now, is that first one a, a shitty job or just
5: like a sticky, smelly job? <laughs> it's, a, it's a job where you, I got it by walking in
15: and not looking like a meth head. Wow. <laughs> See, you could, I mean, that, what you just told us, will help us connect more to your joke yeah you, I got it like, so I can, with the, I can yeah. actually
5: you know, like I I can see tying it into that yeah I have a couple yeah. of jokes about working at that job that uh... yeah
19: that will give you a suck ass job too <laughs> well I knew where all the, I knew all the swingers it's...
5: parties were going on it's just a shame there were no ladies yeah
18: or if you like or I mean if you lose the mom part you can still do the McDonald's thing but like it could be funny that your your life is at such a low point you're trying to put together the kind of like resume and persona to be able to work at McDonald's like that journey could be like a pretty funny journey of like this is what man I gotta like really pull my shit together so I can get a job at McDonald's you know like that's yeah I can see that
5: I'm gonna I'm gonna work on it I'm gonna tweak it a little bit I'm gonna try it out this uh this Thursday
15: yay Jason Bonforth yay all right uh our next comedian here at the joke workshop on mutiny radio has a name and that name is Calvin. Woo! So guys, put your hands together right now. Calvin Albright. Yay! Hi.
9: Uh, just in the realm of relevance, I'd like to first talk, uh, start off by talking about my last job. I was a dog bather for five years. That's awesome. <laughs> bather for five years, and I have one joke about it. Uh, it's more, and it's not even really a joke. It's more of a, a question of, or a, a fact that's humorous on my part, but what do dogs, buttholes, and spoons have in common? Due to their concave nature, when sprayed with a stream of water, it erupts back and hits you in the face. (laughs) That is a true fact. (laughs) I'm going to throw out a date right now. July 30th, 1993. My birthday. Those of you good at math, can you subtract nine months from that? It's October 30th. 1992, just around Halloween. And I like to think that on Halloween night, my parents did the mash. They did the monster mash. <laughs> <laughs> my dad was working in his house so late one night when B- 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 Bacardi came in eerie sight. Twas my mom who came through the door looking like Agent Scully. <laughs> I really need to learn like the monster mash song so I can actually put lyrics over that. But they did the mash. But he did the monster match. (laughs) And here I am. Uh, A lot of my favorite artists, or a few of my favorite artists, are uh, Nirvana, uh, David Foster Wallace, and I don't have a third right now, but the two (laughs) that they have in common. (laughs) The two that they have in common is that they both killed themselves. And a lot of my favorite artists have at least attempted suicide or have completed. So I think I'm on the right career path. I like to throw really like sad ones in just to see if I can recover from <laughs> them. Sometimes I am joking. I'm a, I try to be a generally happy guy. And one trick I I have through extensive years of personal personal therapy, I've tried to twist it into uh, instead of like the voice in my head saying like me, I've trained myself to have a yelling Italian man in there, and you'll never be alone if that's the case. Hey, you gotta pay the rent. It's a- coming up. Thanks, me. <laughs> but the downside of that is I eat a lot of spaghetti. Pizza, too. <laughs> uh, some people say that joke needs a trigger warning. How about this for a trigger warning? I own a gun! Woo! <laughs> uh, I, I, w- one thing I've been trying to do is, uh, I do write a lot of like, we were talking about hacky one-liners the- earlier, and I write about a lot of bad one-liners. Like, when I wrote on the way here was, I was really excited for my sex toy job because I was told, if you build it, they will come. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I like, what in my mind has, like, compartmentalized a space for humor and then shot that out? I don't know what it is wrong with me, but there's something in there.